it's the Happy Families Podcast. I love the feeling of Christmas. I know it's stressful. I know we're spending money, but I just love the feeling of Christmas. One of the things that I've made a lot of noise about over the years is, oh, and, and by the way, if you've got young ears listening, you might want to be careful here. Okay, we're just going to give you a warning. This is not a podcast for little people. This is only a podcast for big people. Five seconds to go until we start the conversation about the big people stuff. Okay, that's five seconds. You've had time to press pause and save this for later. Um, I've been pretty outspoken about conversations around honesty when it comes to mythical elements of big personalities, big people who might visit on Christmas Eve. And as a result, some people have said that I'm spoiling Christmas. So today's podcast is really about just highlighting the kids are only young once and what we've seen, Kylie, as the kids have gotten older, once they've moved into their later teen years and even into adulthood and eventually moved out of home, they still love coming home for Christmas, but it's not quite the same. It's a totally different vibe. Like the teenagers, they don't really care about waking up at five o'clock to find out what's under the tree. It's blissful. <laughs> we, we, we do get to sleep in a little bit more because our youngest is now eight and she wakes up at a reasonable hour, about seven o'clock, so that we can dive into Well, you're into saying it. that, mm. but we're not, we're not sitting at Christmas Eve yet, so it could be a totally different scenario come Christmas morning. Okay. My, my point, though, is it changes as the kids get older. It does. So we wanted to just share with you three quick tips to help you to absolutely get the very best, the very most out of embracing Christmas while they're young. Number one, Kylie, you've got an idea that you've uh, been looking forward to sharing. I've got one right after you. So I, I've been really open and acknowledging that we haven't been great at creating traditions in mm. our home. We've done a lot of travelling over the years between in-laws um, for Christmas. And so our time has pretty much been spent in a car and in someone else's house. We've done that for years, driving interstate. So, oh. and so all of the things that I thought... I would love for our children to experience never actually happened the way I imagined that Mm, it would. mm. But what I have come to recognise is that we can be really intentional about creating some traditions, but often it's the traditions that actually just happen because of circumstance that have the most lasting impact on our children. Um, And so one of the ones that we started way back when what, when our kids were younger and you were a student, we didn't have a lot of money. Yep. And I didn't want them eating a whole heap of junk food yeah. in the morning. So they loved ginger beer, but we didn't have ginger beer very often because we couldn't afford it. Yeah, that's right. So we'd share like one bottle between all of them. So on Christmas morning, they would wake up and their stocking would have a ginger beer bottle completely all to themselves and a mango because we didn't buy mangoes very often Because it was so expensive. But one of the reasons I did that was because we couldn't afford it firstly, but secondly, it filled up the space in the stocking. So it felt like they got a lot in their stocking. That today is still their favourite tradition. It never meant to be a tradition. It was just something that we did to kind of make it feel like they were getting something on Christmas morning. I didn't tell you this, but just the other day, our 15-year-old said, I'm really looking forward to Christmas Day so I can have my ginger beer and my mango. And the funny thing is, we can have a ginger beer and a mango whenever we want these days. Yeah, but we don't. That's the thing. Like, it, it really has become something that's mostly reserved for Christmas, and the kids really look forward to it. And so, traditions, even the accidental ones, you, you carry them forward, you do them year in, year out, and it makes Christmas magical. The second thing, the, the, the main point that I was going to highlight is, uh, while I'm not a, a huge fan of that mythical character, what I am a huge fan of is 
getting excited about everything that Christmas is going to be. So um, keeping the kids up late on Christmas Eve, letting them wrap presents, getting them excited about going shopping for mummy or daddy or their brother or their sister so that they can decide who's going to get what. Like the kids just love to give. They love to get, but they also love to give. So my big tip to bring the magic of Christmas in is to really look at the things that make them come alive, the gift-giving the staying up late, the treats, the waking up in the morning and jumping in your bed and being allowed to open up presents first thing in the morning instead of making them wait until after lunch or until all the rellos arrive. Let them have the opportunity to savour every moment. That's that's my number one tip for, for that. My third one's actually just a bit of an extension of the traditions that we create. As our family has grown, obviously we have recognised that some things work and some things don't. Mm -hmm. And the energy that is in the house often on Christmas Eve means that for time poor parents who are trying to do Santa's job at the very end, (laughs) last minute, it can mean getting the children to bed at night time really, really hard. And then it ends up being really late night for mum and dad. And then you're exhausted on Christmas Day and you can't enjoy it. So we actually brought in a Finland tradition yes. a handful of years ago and our kids love it. So in order for Christmas to actually come together, they get given a new book to read on Christmas Eve. So it's gift wrapped and it's ready to go. And on Christmas Eve, they all anticipate being able to open up and read a book till the very early hours of the morning if they want to. There is no time limit. They can read that book all night long if that's what they want to do, but they have to go to bed. And what I have loved about it, number one, is it has fostered, continued to foster a love of reading, but it has also created the calm that I needed in the house so that the next morning things could actually be as energetic and fun as they needed to be. So it's Iceland. It's called Jolla Flood, which basically means the Christmas book flood. And that's been a tradition that we've been doing for years and they just love it. I'm so they glad you They might love it one. because it does come with chocolate. But <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> but they're still reading. We really hope that these ideas are going to help you to maximise the merry in your Christmas. They're only young once. Embrace it. That's it for today's Happy Families podcast. We'll be back again tomorrow. Tomorrow.